0: Welcome to the Little Studio Comedy Club podcast. I'm your host, Jen Johnson. And on this episode, I get a chance to talk with one of the most talented women in the history of comedy and acting, actress, comedian, and singer, Vicki Lawrence. You may know her best from The Carol Burnett Show, where one of her characters, Mama, turned into another show, Mama's Family. Or more recently, you would have seen her on the Fox show, The Cool Kids. I grew up watching her, and I think she's absolutely legendary. So the chance to interview her blew my mind. Here is our conversation. We'll just jump right in because I know that you don't have all day to talk. As much as I would love to sit and talk with you for an entire day, uh, I almost feel like I think you need a safe word so that if there's a time when you're like, please stop asking me questions, you can just say the safe (laughs) word and I will stop and I will let you go. Okay. So, first, I was going to start this interview one way, and then I saw the carrot cake that you posted on Instagram yesterday, and I was like, well, we're going to start out with that. So,
1: it, Oh, are we? It looked okay.
0: amazing.
1: It is amazing. I made it for some friends because it was his birthday coming up, our friend's birthday, and my girlfriend said, I'll bring the cake, and I said, no, I'm going to make a cake, it'll be fun, and she was just laughing. She sent me the little laughing faces <laughs> on Instagram. On the- <laughs> context. <laughs> but it was fun. It is fun. It's, you know, it's Ina Garden.
0: Yes, it had it's the fun. cream Delicious. cheese oozing out. It looked just like the picture.
1: Yeah, it has, it's a mascarpone cream cheese frosting and it. it's got ginger in it. Oh, yes. You know, and it's got carrots and raisins and walnuts. It's a really yummy cake.
0: Well, it looked My, incredible. Uh, our
1: daughter's husband, uh, it's his favorite kind of cake, carrot cake. So the first year they were together and she had to do the birthday cake she said, carrot cake. And I said, oh my God. Okay. Slam dunk. A <laughs> yes. Go there. He'll die. He'll love you forever. And of course, yes.
0: <laughs> and it seemed to have worked. Nicely yeah. done. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll go back now where I was originally going to start, which is you born in California. We go to your senior year of high school. You write a letter that would change your life. Talk about who that letter was to and what it said.
1: You know, I don't really remember what it said sad other than I'm a fan. Everybody says I look like you, uh, and I hope I get to meet you someday.
0: Because that's a different time when you can just write a letter to Carol Burnett, and she not only gets it, but responds to it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, well, how often do you even get a handwritten letter now? Right. You know, I know when somebody takes the time to write a handwritten note, I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is, this is serious yeah because yeah, people don't do it anymore nowadays you would text Carol <laughs> uh, or well now you wouldn't you wouldn't have her phone number to text her. you would no. tweet her uh-huh it's not on Twitter no. you and she'd never you wouldn't she'd never know so
0: do you do that because now I'm thinking, oh, what do the text conversations between Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence look like? Oh, I just call her <laughs> <laughs> you're not sending laughing I don't emojis. <laughs> I don't go there. (laughs) So then that letter turns into you being on the Carol Burnett show, basically from 67 to 78. You're working with Carol Burnett, Harvey Korman, Tim Conway. Like you've said, it's the Harvard of comedy that you grew up in.
1: Yeah, so lucky. I mean, I don't think what happened to me would happen today. I mean, I just, I don't think it would. First of all, the net, well, first of all, Carol has said, I don't know if she's, well, she probably has told the story, but she's, I've heard her say many times that the suits came down after uh, a couple of weeks and said, could we get a, an actual, she's not very good. <laughs> Don't you think we should get a, an actual actress to be playing your sister? And the suits said to her, she's just kind of rough, you know. And Carol said, she's a diamond in the rough and oh. we are keeping her. And, um, you know, the, I know that kind of stuff wouldn't happen now. No.
0: They
1: just wouldn't. You'd be gone. And nowadays, if the judges didn't vote you off, America would. So I'd be gone in at least two weeks, for sure.
0: But did you feel that? Were you insecure at that time, or were you even too young and naive to be insecure about it? Did you just feel like, no, I'm here and I'm doing my thing?
1: I was pretty young and stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty young and... Yeah, I was into Needlepoint at the time. I'd sit over in the corner in Needlepoint, and Carol would say to the writers, I need a new joke on page so-and-so, and Vicky needs a new joke on page 17, and I'd say, I do. And she'd say, hush, sweetie, yes, you do. <laughs> 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 she just was so nurturing. And then Harvey taught me so much. He was you know, such a, he's a classically trained actor, mm-hmm. and so comedy was very serious business to him. <laughs> I mean, you can tell by watching him that it was very serious to him. Yeah. Because he would dive deep into his characters mm-hmm. and take them very seriously. I remember when we did uh, the Gone with the Wind sketch, he stressed all week. He said, I can't do Rhett Butler. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And when he came out on tape nine, and opened his mouth as uh, a <laughs> Gave, Gable, we all went down because it, it was pretty spot on. That's amazing. He's, um, he's just very serious about his craft. And, you know, when he met me, he was like, Jesus, forget <laughs> stage right, stage left. You can't even find the toilet. So he just kind of took me under his wing. He set about to make me, it was either, I think, train me or kill me. So he set about to teach me how to do comedy. And he would work with me on props and dialects. And he would explain to me who I was and all those Movie takeoffs, and he was just—you know—he real. I really, I feel like I owe Harvey much of what I know about comedy.
0: Well, yeah, and because at such a young age, you wouldn't even know what you were referencing, probably in some of those. And I movie thought movie takeoffs, and you oh, couldn't yeah. do it—you couldn't find
1: them like you can now. Sure, now yeah, you, you can, can just jump Google on Netflix and get it, but yeah. n- not then.
0: Now, when you guys would get to laughing on the show, though, it was incredible. And in my head, I'm watching, and it just seems so natural and so fun. And I'm like, man, I hope it was as fun on and off, and that that was that amazing. Did it feel like that in those moments?
1: It did. You know, I was part of, I mean, I really feel like I got to touch the golden age of television, you yeah, know? You did. And these people were such incredible. They already had incredible careers when they got to the Carol Burnett show. And it took me a lot of, I would say, at least until Mama came along, which was, oh my gosh, we started in sixty. Uh, Seven? We start, 1967. Mama came along in 74, I think, 73, something like that. It took me at least that long to feel that I had earned the right to play in the playground with those people. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I, of all of them, really didn't crack up because I just didn't feel like I had earned that privilege. But they were all such good friends, you know? Mm-hmm. They were married, they had children, they hung out together. They were really a close we were really good friends, all mm-hmm. of us. I mean I have to say I'm better friends now that I'm older. Yeah. Or have you know, I've gotten to be older. I was a kid then, I was busy dating all the ushers and you know, <laughs> crushing on all the dancers. Uh-huh. and you know, I they were doing their thing and they were so close. They were such a close knit group that they knew how to push each other's buttons. Mm-hmm. And Tim of all of them would just lived to crack everybody up. He just that's what he lived for. Yeah. And we used to have cue cards. We used to, like, I don't remember exactly, but, like, Carol was black and Tim was green and Harvey was blue and I was red. On any given night, if you looked out into the cameras and you saw a green cue card that said, "saver," that meant here comes a joke that no one has ever heard that is going (gasps) to save the whole sketch. Wow. And uh, you would just fasten your seatbelt and go, okay, well, here he goes. And, you know, Harvey and Tim were just... uh, they were joined at the hip. They were <laughs> they were just two crazy guys. When Tim first came on the show, he worked mostly with Carol. And it was just by chance that he wrote that dentist sketch. Yes. And it was two men. And he and Harvey started working together, and that magic was just born. But they had never met prior to the Burnett show. Wow! No, they had never met. In fact, Tim tells a really used to tell. Oh God, I miss him. They used to tell a really funny story about going down. The, how did you meet Harvey? Well, they had him chained to a pipe down in the basement at CBS. They took <laughs> me down there and said, "You're going to be working with him." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but,
1: um, yeah, it was just magic because they were all so close. Yeah, so I- it was a lot of years before I felt like I got into that
0: group, you know. But the magic did come from you, too, because I just watched a sketch yesterday. I watch you all the time. Everyone else is watching Ted Lasso. I'm still watching the Carol Burnett show. Oh, But there,
1: <laughs> there's, there's a great string of outtakes on YouTube. I don't know why it popped up when I was looking for something else the other day. It was like an eight-minute string of outtakes. Yeah. Is that what you were watching? Um,
0: I have seen oh that one, God, too. Funny. But yesterday I saw, well, and this may have been in that, where you... Um, were Mama, and Carol was laughing so hard, she's got her face turned to the right side, and you say, is it that time of the month? Look at me, woman! Yeah, I think it might be in there. Yeah. Where did Mama come from? Where did that character originate?
1: Well, you know, at the time, she was just another old lady for me to play. She actually, the part was written for Carol, and when she read the final draft of the sketch, that part just did not speak to her. So uh, she said, I really want to play Eunice, which was very upsetting to the writers. Uh, and she said to Bob Mackie, don't you think we could make Vicki the old lady? And, of course, Bob had made me many old ladies by that time. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, sure, old lady. And the writers now are really upset because they had intended Carol to play Mama. And then they were going to get a guest star to play Eunice. And this is going to be a one-time sketch. One-off, never do it again. Yeah. So this is all very upsetting to them. And then we went down to rehearse it. And Carol said, I think it's, it's got to be Southern, you guys. I mean it's just like Tennessee Williams on drugs it's it's just <laughs> It's we've got to do it Southern. And she still says to this day, I think it would be a great dramatic exercise in a, um, in a drama class to ask the students to do one of those sketches completely straight.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And, uh, no accents, no nothing. Just play it very, very straight and then turn it on its ear, add the accents and look for the comedy. And she's think it'd be a really good exercise because I think the accents and the attitudes really made it because those are pretty serious sketches, some of them on the Burnett show.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, they yep. were Mama was not a nice woman. And some of them were just almost little tearjerkers. But, oh my God, she loved those. But anyway, the writers were so upset with the whole thing that they hated us. They said, you've ruined the sketch. You've ruined the whole thing. Oh, no. And, and they were just so in love with those characters and what they had done. And they never intended it to be Southern.
0: Well, and here being in Kansas City, you know, supposedly it's set in Raytown. Is that supposed mm-hmm. to be Raytown, Missouri? Well, I think which they thought is just right
1: smack dab in the middle of the country. Yeah. So it's not north. It's not south. It's not anything. It's just the middle of the country. It's the heartland. Yeah. But they never intended southern. They said, you're going to offend everybody in the south by doing this. Right. Which, oh contraire, everybody loves it, you know. hmm I think everybody loves it. I think everybody relates to that mama and family relationship. And Harvey said to me from the very beginning, he said, you got the part, kiddo. Because he said, the mama is the heart of the family. Yeah. And he said, you're the one that got the part.
0: Well, and I remember, I mean, I grew up watching Mama's Family, and I was a kid of the 80s, so I would have only been, you know, 8, nine, ten years old, and I loved that show. I mean, I remember uh, watching every
1: episode. Of Mama's Family. Of Mama's mama, Family. Mama changed considerably from the Carol Burnett show to Mama's Family. Yeah. There was a huge transition in that character, thank God.
0: <laughs> and then fast forward to on fox just a few years ago you were on the cool kids with again another fantastic cast with david allen greer and leslie jordan and martin Bull. that was such a great show
1: i miss those boys so much i cry every day i follow them all on well i don't follow i follow everybody but martin martin doesn't
0: <laughs> not on the twitter he
1: doesn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> you have to call him or email him, and then you'll hear back from Martin. But I, oh God, I miss them so much. When they cast that show, I was like, oh, my God, I've, 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 I've landed in heaven again. Yeah. This is, like, going to be magic again. And we all looked at each other, and, uh, you know, Leslie said in our very first interview, he said, we've all been around the block so much, we're <laughs> busy. Because <laughs> we were all... You know, we all came from separate places, but we all brought this wonderful, I mean, we just all loved each other. In between takes, we would all sit around and tell old showbiz stories. All of us would just be laughing all the time. It was just a great chemistry, and uh, we just, uh, I don't know, it was Fox. Yeah. And Fox, I don't know. God love him, unfortunately.
0: I really wanted that to make it. We watched it and it was one I of those.
1: Too. When and- they put it on the air, I went, God damn it, I wish this wasn't on Fox. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. The only thing I watch on Fox is the NFL.
0: Right. (laughs) I love all those guys.
1: (laughs) Fox took us off and put wrestling on, so there you have it. Uh. Yeah.
0: So through the years, Emmy nominations, a win there, many Golden Globe nominations, nominated for Outstanding Talk Show Host, Game Show Host, a number one song. So out of all of these awards and acclamations, is there one thing or, you know, a special award or something honoring you that sticks out as like, oh man, that one, that made me feel good.
1: Oh, no, I don't think you think about awards or things like that. I'm much more proud of being a mother to two very special people. Or having a marriage that has lasted 47 years. Yeah.
0: That's incredible.
1: Those are the most important things in life, I think. Uh, And my career has just been sort of a gift. I got, you know, kidnapped by show business, really. I thought I was going to be a dental hygienist. Wow. Clean teeth and marry a rich dentist. Yeah. (laughs) I've talked to many women that are married to dentists who say, boy, did you get lucky. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're playing. I I honestly never intended to do this. And I was reading an interview with Susan Sarandon one time uh, a number of years ago, and she said that she was kidnapped by show business. And I said, Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened to me. I was kidnapped. So it was never where I intended to be. It was never what I intended to do. So everything that has happened to me has been this incredible, I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm like uh, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. It's all just fantastic and mysterious and wonderful.
0: Yeah, so then everything's icing on the cake.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yes, because you never know what's going to happen. You go, really? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> so in preparing for this interview, I did Google several things about you, and I noticed that one commonly asked question if you hit google on this is are vicki lawrence and carol burnett sisters so is that something that you still get you know through all these years that people still asking i guess
1: well maybe not too much
0: you know a lot of people
1: when i first started doing my show a lot of young people would come because they loved mama's family mm-hmm. and i was one of the first times i did my show vicki lawrence and mama And just quickly, the first half of the show is sort of largely autobiographical right? and all the fun backstories about show business. And then the second half is Mama, and it's sort of my chance to be my version of Chris Rock. Um, and, (laughs) And so one of the first shows I ever did, there's this whole group of college guys, all these bunch of guys at a casino that had come to see Mama. And I stopped, and I looked at all of them, and I said, really? And they said, oh, my God, we wouldn't have gotten through without Mama. And what was really interesting was that they heard all the backstories. this is like a lot of years ago now. They heard all the backstories about the Carol Burnett Show and how Mama happened and all that. They didn't really know about the Carol Burnett Show, so they went to YouTube and started Googling the Carol Burnett Show. They came back to the show a couple years later, and they said, you were really hot when you were. (laughs) 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 Okay, you guys, this is like a weird back-to-the-future thing. (laughs) But it's funny how people find you backwards. Yeah. A lot of my fans really don't know about the Carol Burnett show.
0: Right. And that's, I feel lucky that I know you from all three, that I loved you on Carol Burnett. I loved Mama's family growing up. And then the cool kids, I, you know, love that too. So that's super cool. And then we
1: were out the other night and somebody wanted to know, what's that show you're doing down the street? And my son said, well, my mom is, She was on television probably years before you were even born. This girl had to be maybe, I don't know, 22. She was waiting on us. And Garrett said there was a very famous show called Carol Burnett. And the girl just vapid. She wasn't really sure what was going on. (laughs) And Mama's family, uh-huh. which you might remember. Anyway, Garrett says if you go home and tell your mom that you met Vicky Lawrence, <laughs> she'll go nuts. Uh-huh. And the girl was like, "Okay." And I said, "You know what?" I said, "Did you watch Hannah Montana when you were growing up at all?" She said, "I loved it." I said, "Okay, Mama." And uh- she went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and she went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I don't know. I, many years ago, Carol said to me, you will you will find that it's incredible how you just keep spanning the generation.
0: And you do. And, and
1: it's really, it's just, it really is incredible.
0: And I think it's awesome that we have the opportunity to see you in person. You will be in Kansas City this Friday, Ameristar Casino and Hotel, with your show, Vicki Lawrence and Mama.
1: And I, it's, I feel so fortunate to still be able to go out and see all my peeps
0: yes it's nice to get out and have a year and
1: a half of doing nothing it's really (laughs) nice to go out and see your peeps exactly right
0: (laughs) well i hope that you have an amazing time in kansas city do you get to spend any time here or is it sort of an in and out for the show
1: sort of in and out pretty quickly but i heard from bubba the other day bubba Bubba, alan kaiser lives right there in your hood is
0: that right
1: Yes, he does. So he will be there this weekend. So I can't wait to see him. I haven't seen him in forever.
0: Well, and you know what I didn't realize until this morning? Lyle Wagner was born in Kansas City, Kansas.
1: He was. He was married to a Miss St. Louis. Wow. And uh, they moved out to L.A. just shortly before the Burnett show started. So that was like his first big gig. Yeah. And that beautiful couple stayed together forever.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me. That's it's thank really you. it's uh, been fun. Thank you so much and best of luck. Have a fantastic show this weekend here in Kansas City. Thank you. I
1: can't wait.